Hey, question for you. Is Joe Adele our Adelise Garcia? We're going to tell you why this is something that we're buying into. It's time to get locked on with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SiriusXM by searching Locked On Angels. And if you'd like to give back to the Super Halo Bros for all the Angel content, here's some things that you can do. Leave us a rate and a review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for all the recent reviews. We appreciate the five stars. And if you're watching on YouTube, hit that thumbs up button. And if you're not subscribed already, please subscribe and become a Locked On everydayer with us. And if you're watching or listening, come over to YouTube and leave a comment. It's one of the best ways to get in touch with us and be a part of the conversation. And today's show is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. You can make every moment more with FanDuel. And right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. Thanks for being here for this episode of Locked On Angels, where it's your team every single day. You've got the Frisch Brothers here with you a.k.a. the Super Halo Bros. My name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. Hey, on today's show, we're asking the question, is Joe Adele the Angels' Adolis Garcia? I've been a fan of Adolis Garcia even before he broke out in this, yeah. you know, World Series playoffs and all that stuff. I know he got hurt in the World Series, but, man, I, I, he's somebody that I've been like, I like that guy. You have. Even, even when he I was beats witness. up. <laughs> witness. <laughs> even when he beats up on the uh, the Angels, I was like, you know, that's a good guy right there. Yeah. So, is is he like Joe Adele? We're going to talk about that one on today's show. Also, who do the Angels protect in the Rule 5 draft that's coming up? We're going to answer that question as well. First, Mike, who the heck are these guys that the Angels signed <laughs> yes. uh, the other day? Uh, we actually have two names that we're going to talk about today. So let's get started. Adam Kalarik and Charles LeBlanc. Why don't you take it away? Yeah, Adam Kolarik is a left-handed reliever, Johnny. He signed a one-year, $900,000 deal, turns 35 in January, and he's um, he's a journeyman. He's he's kind of your typical journeyman, right? The kind of guy that people are talking about when they say, oh, he's a journeyman. He's been with the Rays and the Dodgers and the A's and the Mets. The, the thing that's really interesting about him, Johnny, is that he hasn't pitched too much at the major league level, only had six innings last year. Yeah. And no runs, two hits, one walk. But in the minor league, the AAA level, he had a pretty decent season 380, yeah. 42 and two thirds innings pitched. Uh, he had a 16% walk rate Yikes. in, in AAA. So when I, when I say he pitched pretty well, Maybe I should read that stat before I, <laughs> I said he pitched pretty getting well. Getting ahead of yourself. I'm getting way ahead of myself. He had a sinker that he used last year, uh, 88 miles an hour, had a slider at 77. Johnny, some information from MLB Trade Rumors. Why don't you share that with us? Yeah, since opening day of 2021, Kolarik has thrown 32 and two-thirds innings over 32 appearances for the A's, the Dodgers, and the Mets with a 4.58 ERA. Mike, actually got the uh, Mickey Mouse World Series ring in 2020 because oh, he pitched yeah. with the Dodgers that year. Yeah. Uh, since uh, most, of, most of his struggles. Mickey Mouse World yeah, Series ring. I just gotta, got me. <laughs> gotta rub it in every time, right? Uh, and they're not even in Anaheim. Uh, <laughs> most of the struggles that, uh, this is MLB trade rumors, most of the struggles were contained to his 21-22 seasons yeah. in Oakland. Since the start of the 2017 season, only five pitchers with more than 140 innings pitched uh, p- innings pitched have a higher ground ball rate than Kolarik's oh, elite wow. 
63.9% wow. ground ball rate. So I also added his career splits here versus righties, a 309 Ooh. average Ooh. and an 869 OPS. Yeah, that's bad. Versus lefties, a 184 average and a 485 OPS. Mike, that's good. Uh, this is your definitive lefty specialist. Now, yeah. what do we make of all of this? I think uh, I think it's odd that it wasn't a minor league deal. Yes, um, which I could agree. provide some flexibility, right? right? It was a major league deal, so he will be, uh, all indications are he will be on the roster. Considering it's under a million dollars, it is easy to say, see ya. And the Angels are good at waving players. The, so. the, the part that doesn't, like, look, there's a lot of questions about this. Why did he get a major league deal? Yeah. What is this signing? Right. It's less than a million dollars, which is like pennies yeah. these days. So if they have to cut and run, they can cut and run. Right. He's he's a uh, purely lefty specialist, especially with the numbers that you shared, the righty lefty splits. But I think there's a problem with that, Johnny, because there is the three batter minimum. Right. And so him coming in for a lefty means that he's going to ha- have at least face maybe two righties or even if they pinch hit, they, they yeah. still have to they still have to allow him to go three batters. Right. Right. Exactly. Look, they they pitched him against the Angels. Mets did at the end of last year. And it kind of makes you wonder, did somebody see him? And go, ooh, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's that about? But a lot of people asking, Mike, Aaron Loop 2.0. Well, yeah. If if it will be if he can't locate his pitches, because obviously you have a sinker out of the zone, you have a slider out of the zone. He's not going to hit the zone. And yeah. and so in that sense, you've got to be deceptive. And you've got to you gotta play the edges of the zone and you gotta be able to paint the corners if that's what you're gonna do. But the whole point of a sinker slider guy is that that ball drops out of the strike zone and you get right. guys to swing over it. I, I'm concerned about this. So <laughs> yeah. the, the one benefactor here is that he's not a $9 million Aaron Loop. He sure. is one-tenth of the cost. And so the way, the way I see it is like this. Last year, the Angels brought in guys like Justin Garza. They didn't actually end up using him. Yeah. They brought up Jacob Webb and Chris mm-hmm. Davinsky now. They were all on minor league deals with Davinsky, Webb, and Garza, but they were successful in like bursts, right? Yes. Like they came yes. up to the majors. They were they were really good for like 20 innings, maybe even 30 innings. Um, and then they and then they broke, right? Like Davinsky was good, Jacob Webb was good. He got out of that big bases loaded jam in Texas, and then suddenly they just stopped working for us, right? Yeah. And, and the Angels have a knack for finding those kinds of guys that are like, hey. We'll we'll squeeze the sponge for all it's worth and get our 20, 30 innings out of you for 900K and then and then we move on. So mm-hmm. everybody freaking out about like what the heck is Perry doing yeah. about about this signing? It's fine. It's it's not your money. Right. It's also like they'll use this guy and then if the minute he's washed, then you move on. Yeah. Uh do they need to make more moves to ensure that this bullpen is gun good? Absolutely, because yes. you can't stop at Adam Kalerik. But yeah, is this the last move they make? No, I don't know. I, I don't think so. No. no, I think that there's more moves on the way. And I think that these are just small roster type of moves. And like you said, maybe we use this guy uh, for depth, perhaps. And then we it, cut, it cut our losses. Have, it should have been a minor league deal. Right? Would, have been, would have been wise. But if they place him on waivers and somebody claims him, it's like, great. We don't have to pay him the rest of the season. So yeah. You either keep them or somebody else gets to pay for them, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, the 
the the freak out is probably uh, not not necessary, no, right? Like, not because warranted. I think that there's going to be more that that the angels do. What are you then, doing, Barry? Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah. Then Charles LeBlanc uh, is the other name from Johnny. Friends. Um, from <laughs> that's that's Matt. Oh, my um, not that I. How do I know that? I don't know why. I don't know why I know that. I hate that show. Uh, so he signed a he signed a minor league deal. Okay, so I can I can go along with that. Right, Johnny. He has a lot of flexibility. He can play first second and third so almost like a brandon drury type of player mm-hmm. last time he was in the majors was 2022 with the marlins here's his slash line 263 average 320 on base 404 slugging and 169 plate appearances had a weighted runs created plus of 104 so that's better than league average uh, but he had a 31.4 percent k rate so that that's going to be problematic if so you got a pitcher with a high walk rate and a guy yeah. with a high strikeout rate good times yeah. Uh, With the Marlins AAA team, he had a 253 batting average, 384 on base, 423 slugging in 200, I'm sorry, in 370 plate appearances, had a 16.5 walk rate. Oh, I like that. Let's go. That's interesting. Um, Johnny, with, with these guys, if they were signing with the Rays, uh-huh. then people would go, okay, what are they seeing? Right. But because they're signing with the Angels, yes. they're going... Okay, what are the Angels not seeing? <laughs> right, <laughs> right. <laughs> Fun fact, uh, our friend who's in the Marlins minor league system, he went to uh, Charles LeBlanc's wedding last week. Oh, and he that. actually He said he's a good dude, utility guy, obviously. He can also play some left field if needed. So he got to spend a lot of time with LeBlanc last season. So what do we make of this, Mike? Yeah. To me, this is our Jake Lamb okay. this year. This is a guy who's a depth piece. He's capable of at least being league average, he'll have an OPS plus or a WRC plus of 100 or 101. Like he'll be 99. You know what I'm saying? Like he's going to play league average. He's a body that, you know, can, can be a capable baseball player, but I imagine the pecking order here is going to be like Michael Stefanik. Yeah. And then David Fletcher. Yeah. And then Charles LeBlanc. Right. And, and that way you don't have to rush up somebody like Kyron Paris Sure. Or or uh, Livon Soto, right? You can go to this guy. Like I said, he's he's the Jake Lamb yeah. of this year. The one thing I want to avoid is yeah. I don't want Charles LeBlanc on the opening day roster like Jake <laughs> Lamb was last year. Well, I was going to say, so if Charles LeBlanc shows up at any point this year, we know that that's probably not a good thing. Yeah, we're in trouble. We're in trouble. <laughs> no disrespect, Charles. We know that you're probably watching because you, you're friends of our friends. But but reality is, is we would prefer to we've not had a lot of because we've, we've had, had a lot, lot of guys. injuries <laughs> yes yes we don't want that yeah absolutely. again we need to hold off on the freak out here stop freaking out stop freaking freaking out. out. yeah exactly <laughs> teams are gonna make this kind of move all the time in fact yeah. i was i was doing a little research because i was like how many big moves have happened since the end of oh, yeah, the I world series yep we'll, we'll talk about that in another episode but uh pretty much everybody has made like four or five of these kinds yeah. of signings where it's like yeah, I'll take that dude, you know, put him on, put him on the triple A roster, whatever. Like these happen all the time. So don't freak out again. I saw the comments on like MLB trade rumors about this guy. And they're like, what are you doing? Perry? Oh my yeah. God. This is your big move. No, this is not your big move. Okay. Uh, so I think that we can have some backups to the backups. I think that's, that's what this move is mm. going to be. So there you go. A little info on Caleric and LeBlanc. Uh, not the guy from Friends. That's okay. Uh, Mike's favorite show. Hey, coming up on Locked On Angels, we appreciate you, first of all, li- making Locked On Angels your first listen every single day. We're just getting started here on Locked On Angels. Coming up next is Joe Adele, our Adolis 
Garcia. I'm really looking forward to this conversation. Mike has the info on this one, and we'll get to that in just a minute. Lockdown Angels is brought to you by FanDuel. We've been talking about FanDuel a lot in the last few episodes because FanDuel is America's number one sports book. And you, right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. So if you put money down on the 49ers, I, I think I think they they've got something this weekend. Woo. They're they're up. They're up on the Eagles when it when it comes to the the, the line, and mm -hmm. I, I don't know all the lingo when it comes to betting. That's why I go to Fanduel because well, Fanduel helps I was me just with that. I was just gonna say we were always talking about like yeah you can you can bet on the spreads, the player props, the over unders, and there's probably a lot of people out there going the who, the what, and the huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the best thing about Fanduel is you're gonna find out what all of that is once you download the app and start using it. Yep. So no better time if you've been thinking about joining Fanduel, no better time to do it than. Right now, with a $5 money line bet, if your team wins, you win 150 bucks. Everybody can use a little extra cash in this economy, <laughs> right? Especially with Christmas coming up. Come on, it'd be great. So You're go to fanduel.com slash locked on, and you can get involved in the NFL season in one of the best possible ways. FanDuel is the official partner of the NFL. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen every single day. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day, in case you didn't know. And if you've got other teams out there, you guys, we know that you you like the uh, the Rams, you like the Chargers, maybe you got some NHL teams that you really enjoy, the Ducks or the Kings. Listen, Locked On Sports today is the place to go for all the best national stories in sports. They have launched the first ever 24 seven sports streaming channel on YouTube. Say that five times fast and I will don't, don't tempt me. Uh, but all you have to do is go over to locked on sports today on YouTube. They're covering the top stories in sports 24, seven, 365. They have all the national shows from locked on. They have all the local experts of locked on. So head on over there today on YouTube. Again, locked on sports today, find that live button, that live tab. You can watch live. And don't forget to subscribe to the first ever national sports 24 seven streaming channel locked on every day or at Norman O'Brien 23, 23 shared a comment. I think it was last week that I, it caught my attention, Johnny, maybe it was two weeks ago, but it caught my attention. I put it yeah. in our notes and, and wanted to have a discussion about it. So I'm excited about this conversation. He said, Joe Adele could be the angels equivalent to Adelise Garcia on the Texas Rangers. Mm -hmm. And then he continued and said, let him play every day in right field. I think he can be a 30 home run plus guy. So what we want to do, and, and Johnny, I would love to present this to you and then Please. get your thoughts. Uh, let's, let's look at the road to the big leagues for Garcia and see if there's any similarities. And spoiler alert, there are some Ooh. big similarities. So first, Garcia performed really well in the minors, and he played in some foreign leagues, including Japan. Nice. Age 21 and 22 seasons, he hit 14 home runs with a slash line of 309 batting average, a 385 on base, 503 slugging, and an 880 <laughs> OPS. That sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah. Super great, right? Power numbers improved as he got older. Age 25 and 26 seasons, in the minors, Garcia hit 22 home runs, then 32 home runs. However... Those big numbers in the minors didn't translate 
to the major leagues. Mm. He didn't have success. Stop me if you've heard this before. Mm -hmm. uh, Garcia's first major league stint happened in 2018 with the Cardinals. Here was his wonderful slash line. A 118, bat, uh, 118 batting average, Oof. a 118 on base, Oof. a 177 slugging, and a 294 OPS in 21 games. Oh, poor guy. He was sent down. He played a full season in the minors in 2019, and that's where he hit the 32 home runs that I mentioned, and so he had a really great minor league season. But this was his story for about three years. Perform well in the minors or perform well in some of the foreign leagues and then underperform at the major league level. Right. Johnny, Johnny, uh, who does that sound like to you? Ring a bell. Let's see. Oh, it rhymes with bell. How about Joe Adele? There you go. <laughs> that, that was good. That was good. Yeah. Things finally clicked for Garcia in 2021 with Texas. 31 home runs, 90 RBIs. Here was his slash line. 243, 286, 554, 741 OPS. What changed for Garcia? Johnny, here's what changed. Mm -hmm. He was given the chance to play every day. Ah, what he a was concept. given the chance to play every day. And it worked out for the Rangers. Here is his slash line from this last season. 245 batting average, 328 on, ba on base, a 508 slugging, and an 830, uh, 836 uh, OPS with 39 home runs Dang. and 107 RBIs. So the question is, Will it be the same for Adele? Go ahead. You had a thought. Well, I just, I, I look at that slash line from this past year and even that 2021 slash line. And I'm like, that feels like a Joe Adele slash line. It does. Like you're yeah. not hitting, you're not hitting for average. You're hitting 245, 243, whatever. But then you're slugging 500. You're, you've got an OPS plus of, or an OPS of 800. And yeah. then you're, you know, putting up dingers and driving in guys like, I don't I don't know that Joe Adele is going to be an average guy like I sure. think he's I think he's got the pop Mike and I think that that's kind of what his game is now he could come into the season and be a different player but this that that slash line if Joe Adele were to reach like his peak yeah that's that's about where I'd put him like yeah. he's, he's not getting on base a lot he's not walking a lot but he's driving in guys with a ton of power so yeah. So, yeah, the question that I asked is, is will this be the same for Adele? So let me give you a small sample size, 2022, 88 games, 224 batting average, 264 on base, 373 slugging, and a 637 OPS. Mm -hmm. 2023, in just 17 games, remember he got hurt, played hurt a little bit too, 207, 258 on base, 448 slugging, so that mm. was up almost 100 points, 706 OPS. But here's what I want you to pay attention to, Johnny. Mm -hmm. Here's what I need you to see. Adele's walk rate has improved the more chances he gets. Interesting. So his highest walk rate was from this year, 6.5%. It mm -hmm. improved uh, every year, but 2022, so it's grown every year. Should it be better? Yes, absolutely yeah. should be better, right? Does he show signs of growth? Yes, I think he does show signs of growth. Mm -hmm. And here's how we know. Adelise's, Adelise Garcia's walk rate improved at the rate that Joe Adele's walk rate improved hmm. at the same age, and he was on the same track. For Adele, he was doing what Garcia was doing at that age. And why did it, it, it improve, Johnny? Garcia was given a chance to play every single day. Right. So did I convince you that Joe Adele is our Adelise Garcia. Is Norman O'Brien locked on every day or is he correct? I think he has a great point, and I think you've made a great case. 
uh, I mean, with age comes experience and comes improvements. Mm -hmm. And I think that's exactly what happened with Adolis Garcia. And with Joe Adele, we, we tend to get so impatient with Joe Adele because he's been up with the team several oh, he's been times around for over 10 the years. years. <laughs> yeah, and, and he came up when he was 20. Yeah. And not everybody is Juan Soto or Bryce right. Harper or Mike right. Trout. I know he was really highly touted, but you know the only reason they brought him up in 2020, Mike, was because there was nowhere else to play. Yeah. Like you're, you're playing scrimmage games against the other minor leaguers. Like that's not good enough. Right. And that was the only option they had during the COVID season. So they were like, well, let's get this guy some experience and see what he can do. I think that was a mistake because now everybody has run out of patience with Joe Adele. Yeah. Getting back to your point about the improvements, it is encouraging to see the walk rate improve. Like you said, six and a half, not great. Right. But it's a lot better than where it was. Um, it was like, the, like three and a half and 2.3. I mean, right. it was, it was terrible. The strikeout rate has to come down yes as well because he's he's up he's up near like 30 yeah over over his career in the majors and that's another thing that can improve we we're i was talking to somebody on the uh youtube comments yesterday and just mentioned like hey if if joe adele's strikeout rate went from like 30 to 25 like that's that's significant right like that's right. a significant improvement yeah because it means that he's getting on base more he's making better contact Again, he's got to do the Cody Bellinger thing. He's got to change his approach with two strikes and yeah. just poke one into the gap rather than trying to swing for the fence every time. And I hope that's what the uh, coaching staff drills into these guys. I, I, I'm really encouraged by the staff that Ron Washington and Perry Manassian have brought in. I know we're still miss, missing a bench coach, but you look at all the guys around around these, these young talents. Yeah. This is what I mean by raising the floor because these are guys who are going to instruct Joe Adele and guide his talent in the direction that it needs to go. And yep. they'll help him reduce the strikeout rate. They'll help him increase the walk rate. As far as him being the Adolis Garcia, I'd say they've they've got similar track records here in the sense that their journeys were very similar. And I think we still need patience with Adele. The guy's 24, 25 at this point. Like, yeah. he's... He's got a long career ahead of him. We've got him for several more years as well. So there's a lot of value in the control that the Angels have over him. Let the kid play, man. I just yep. want to see him go out there and have a full season. And I want to see what he can do because I, I am excited to watch him play. I think he brings a lot. I think he's brought some uh, maturity. I think he's matured a lot since the last time he came up. I know he was there at the end of 2023, but... I think that there are big things ahead for Joe Adele. So, yeah, I'm with Norman. I could see Joe Adele being our Adolis Garcia. Johnny, the Rule 5 draft took place recently, and a lot of questions about what that is. So No, it's coming up winter meetings is when it's coming up. I'm sorry, up. yes, yes. But all of the all the teams protected their yes. guys by adding them to the 40-man. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> I know. I was just re reiterating. The Rule 5 draft is coming, <laughs> is what I meant to say. Um, let me give you some details on it like I know what I'm talking about. So the Rule 5 draft is a player draft that occurs each year in December at the winter meetings. If I just read the notes, I would have been fine. Uh, the purpose of the draft is to prevent teams from stockpiling too many young players 
on their minor league affiliate teams when other organizations would be willing to have them play in the major leagues. And so players are eligible for selection in the Rule 5 draft if they are not on their major league organization's 40-man roster and were 18 or younger on June 5th preceding their signing. And this is the fifth Rule 5 draft upcoming or were 19 or older on the 5th of June preceding their signing. And this is the fourth Rule 5 draft upcoming. So who did the Angels, Johnny, protect and put on the 40-man roster? They kept Jack Kachanowitz from the Trash Pandas. He's a right-handed pitcher. Who's this guy? And why did the Angels select his contract and put him on the 40-man? Well, he's a pitcher who profiles as a reliever, but he does have a chance to start. Um, he was the ninth best prospect per MLB pipeline in the Angels organization. He's a third round pick by the Angels in the 2019 draft, uh, a Billy Epler pick. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he didn't make his pro debut until 2021 because of what we just talked about, the 2020 season where the minor leaguers didn't get to play. When he did debut, he did struggle a bit in that first season, Mike. He had a 6.91 ERA in 83 and one-thirds innings at single A. Hmm. Uh, he did strike out. of the batters he faced, and he walked 9.1% during the 2021 campaign. So you're probably sitting there thinking, why are they keeping this guy again? Well, let me get to the next season, and here's what what happened. He improved uh, at the same level in 2022. His ERA and walk rate dipped to a 4.99 ERA and a 7.3%, and his strikeout rate actually went up to 21.2%. They put him in high A to open 2023, And he dominated for five starts. He had a 1.52 ERA, 14 strikeouts, three walks across uh, 23 and two-thirds innings of work. So that earned him the call-up to double-A, where the trash pandas are. He did struggle there uh, after the promotion. He had a 6.53 ERA across 70 and one-thirds innings. But remember, the the ball was an issue in double-A this year, especially with the trash pandas. They were testing out. A sticky tack ball. It was a jelly ball, right? Like when you play PE. Yeah, dodgeball. Yeah. <laughs> Kickball, dodgeball. Yeah. Uh, his walk rate has improved, though. He had a 6.1% uh, walk rate this past season. His With strikeout that rate, ball, that's good. <laughs> yeah, right. It did dip. The strikeout rate did dip to 17% in 2023. And he allowed home runs in 10 of his 16 AA appearances, eight of his 11 appearances that lasted longer than two innings. So all of these factors, Mike, add up to make it possible that Kachanowitz is projected for like a relief position. If yeah. you, if you think about where he's been, what he's done and how he's been used, they, they tried him as a starter. I think the results show that he probably profiles better as a reliever. He's got a right. fastball that hits the upper nineties. You like that. Uh, and it sat in the mid nineties in relief appearances. He then lowered his arm slot and started throwing a slurve, hmm. which is really a good swing and miss pitch and a good out pitch for him as well. So after hearing all that, Mike, how do you feel about the fact that the angels decided to keep Kachanowitz over maybe somebody else who could be rule five in this draft? Well, here's, what's funny about these, these drafts and these moments. And we saw some of it during the trades last year Yeah, uh, is, is suddenly people will go, Oh my gosh, why'd you have that guy in the rule five draft and not the other guy when they didn't know who they were like the day before. Right. And so right. it's hard to make an evaluative decision on these guys. I, I like what we just talked about with Kachanowitz. Um, It sounds like John, that he needs to get comfortable 
wherever he's at because he was really not great. And then when he was there again, he was great. Got to settle in. Yeah. yeah. And I think that that really is key for these young guys is let them let them have some time. And that's the thing that minor league angel players have not been able to have is time yeah. because these guys are getting rushed through the system because the major leagues need them immediately, right? Time. Why you punish me? Who do you you don't know what I'm talking about here? No, I was just waiting for that. I was waiting for you to throw out more lyrics. Oh, okay. Um, um, so, and you didn't do it right. It's time. It teach me out tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got the perfect voice for it right now, too, to do that's the, perfect. To yeah. do the hootie voice. So good. Um, so that's what I think it really boils down to for for somebody like Kachanowitz is he just needs some time to figure some things out. I, I wonder if it's a bit too premature to say that he won't be a starter and will be a reliever. But I I know that scouts are looking at him and they're saying ah this is where his stuff is at and this is where his makeup is at. Uh-huh. And so and at this point I think honestly I would love to see more. That guy's going to be a reliever and maybe be an impactful reliever for the Angels in the minor leagues because they do have a a good core of of starters at the major league level and guys that are kind of bouncing back and forth like a Davis Daniel, like a Kenny Rosenberg. Not that it wouldn't be great to have more guys that are kind of positioned for that, but mm-hmm. some of the uh, bullpens are hard, right? Yeah. Relievers are hard. And we just talked about Caleric and, and, and uh, it, it's just, it's, it's funny to me how, how like, we have to go get these guys because we don't have these guys in the minor league. We don't have right. a Ben Joyce. We don't have some of those guys. Soriano. We don't have a lot of those guys in the minor league. The best bullpens across baseball are made up of guys like this who came yes. up through your minor league system, and then everybody wants to trade you for them. Yeah. Like, I think about, like, I don't know, um, was it Alex Reyes with the Cardinals? Was he with the Cardinals? I know he got hurt and whatnot, but it was like, yeah. there's just, there's good guys that come through these systems and they get put in the bullpen and. And then they're suddenly they're super desirable because yeah. another team doesn't have those kind of guys. Yeah. So, I mean, you think about like a like a Josh Hader, right? right? Like coming up through the Brewer system and then being used the way that he was. Uh, that's where these guys come from. They emerge out of your minor league system. So if they if they're pegging him to be a relief guy and they're confident in that and he's worth adding to the forty man. Number one, maybe we'll see him at some point yeah. this season. Yeah. Number two. Um, the, I mean, to, to add him and protect him, I think it's a really big statement. Number three, Mike, I was talking about this with some locked on everydayers on the YouTube comments. The angels have a really high draft pick this year, whether they get slotted high in the lottery or low yeah. in the lottery, despite where they land, they still have a pretty solid draft pick. This is the year that they need to get an 18 year old, 19 year old ace yeah like they need to get a guy who projects to be a starting pitcher maybe it's a college arm maybe it's like a weaver type right sure but whoever it is at the number one pick they need to use that to get a future ace it's time for them to do that rather than rushing a guy up to the majors the way that they've done the last few years which has been fine like we're excited about that right yeah but at the same time you got to have some longevity and I think it would be worth it for them because you, you don't get aces in the second round. You yeah. don't get aces in the third round. And so you have to use your number one pick in the first round to go out there and get an ace and then let them cook for four or five years. And, and the angels don't have that right now. I love guys like Kachanowitz and Davis Daniel and Kenny Rosenberg, but they're on the bubble and mm-hmm. we have a lot on the bubble guys who are serviceable, but, but not the ace types that we need. 
Give me those big guys. Give me those those Jared Weaver guys. There's another reference for Jared Weaver. Hey, thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. And remember, every day is Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is what it's called. And you can go there right now and you can get all the top stories of the day with local sports experts like John and I. And Locked On also has national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube. Subscribe to the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel. Hey, give us a follow on Twitter at Lockdown Angels and on Twitter and Instagram at Super Halo Bros. If you're watching or listening, come on over to the YouTube show today. Get in the comments below. The best way to reach us is right there in the comments. Hit that thumbs up button while you're here, by the way. Mike, what do we have on deck for tomorrow's show? Let's make the case, Johnny. How about that? Let's make the case for Jamir Candelario. Well, it's about time. We've been saying we're doing this forever. Right, right. (laughs) It should be done. Are you done with it, right? It's Uh... finished. (laughs) All right, well, it's due tomorrow on Locked on Angels. All right, sounds good. Hey, friends, thanks for being here. Until tomorrow's show, my name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. Thanks for being here with us, and we'll see you back here tomorrow. It'll be perfect, though, because you procrastinated What you teach me about tomorrow? <laughs> you procrastinated in high school. So you Shut just... up. I'm singing Hootie and the Blowfish. Leave me alone. <laughs>